So good morning. One of these times I should say good afternoon. Whenever people are actually listening to the podcast, we have no idea. We release it in the morning. But good morning. Welcome to Stage Door, a theater podcast hosted by a couple of uh, average dudes and uh, sometimes my wife. And uh, <laughs> so we have a show on today. We're in the midst of doing like a ton of, of conversations this week. And you guys are the first ones to come in for the Toledo rep. We have Joe and Joseph. And you're doing some show that neither of us have heard of. And that's why we want to have you on. So you can talk about it and explain what it is and what's going on. Joe, what is this show? <laughs> Which <laughs> Joe? <laughs> I'm going to go Joe and Joseph. That way you guys will know. Okay. It works yeah. for me. <laughs> Uh, the name of the show is Significant Other, written by Josh Harmon. It's mm-hmm. a relatively new play that was produced in 2017, and it was produced on Broadway in 2017 for a short run, and it's now had, and it, and it continues to have a very successful uh, regional and higher level community theater run, and we are fortunate enough to have it on the Toledo Rep schedule for nice. this season, and in all honesty, the... The individual that brought this play to the rep for play in season consideration is Joseph Ball. Oh, the other guy. Okay. <laughs> so this is your little pet project, Joseph? A little bit. Um, I fell in love with the show when um, it was uh, making its rounds on Broadway, and I was seeing it on social media in 2017. Um, and I was a theater student at the time, and I where. Uh, I was a theater student at Kent State University. Okay, I've heard of that. <laughs> and um, I just wanted to do some research on the show. I was very familiar with uh, who was in the cast of the Broadway production, and I was big fans of everybody. Uh, Gideon Glick from the original Spring Awakening cast and Lindsay Mendes. Oh, my God. You are so above Ron and I right now. Yes. You are <laughs> like, you, are, you know God. way too much about theater. You can tell you are way more into this your whole life than Ron. Yeah. But continue. Yeah. I'm just like, what? Um, well, I uh, discovered it, and I eventually got my hands on a script of it uh, before it was officially published after the run had concluded on Broadway and I read it as soon as I got it and I said I want to do the show one day and you know five years later or however long it is I uh but you're one of those getting to super do it, cool so. people who goes to Broadway and sees a play. Yeah, what the? So <laughs> yeah. I try to yeah. when I can afford it. <laughs> but you see a play. A lot of people, uh, you know, like Ron and I are, are, are averagey, normal, whatever goobers that we're, we're going to see musicals. Mm-hmm. That's just what we do. But you are so hardcore that you've seen all the musicals. We're going to wait till they come to the Stranahan. Yeah. <laughs> but then you go and see a play on Broadway. <laughs> a play so. on Broadway. That's amazing. I, I love my musicals, don't get me wrong, but every time I go to New York, I try to see between three and five shows, and I always try to make sure at least one of those is a play or an off-Broadway piece that's a little less traditional. We know a couple. I see. I know a couple people, obviously, that have gone and see plays, and and just like when they go see musicals, I only get positive reviews about them. Mm-hmm. Like, man, you would never like. Uh, we know some people went and saw Macbeth, and you're like Macbeth. You, you went to you went to New York City, you went to Broadway, and you saw Macbeth, <laughs> and, and they were like, yes, and it was worth it. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like that's so. It's kind of a a glowing review of of just you know Plays. we don't always yeah we don't always have to have kicking and dancing yeah. and, and singing. So so what? and you it's it's called significant other, yeah. not mm-hmm. others. Mm-hmm. And it's a play, not a musical. Correct. And why? What was so powerful yeah. about this show that you had that you were drawn to it? 
so hard in New York City and had to go get a script and go do meet and do all these things that I would have never done. I would have walked out and said, that was a good show. Uh, and that was it. You <laughs> did way more than that. Well, um, I was just very intrigued because I, I was a musical theater student at the time. And I was also, uh, I freshly had just come out of the closet personally. Mm. And I saw this play that was a play. And it uh, followed a gay man. And it was in his 20s. And it wasn't a a traditional sad show like angels in America or the normal heart. The normal heart it yeah. wasn't something so heavy. Like this show covers a lot of things, but it's not necessarily so tragic. Like what I was used to reading in class gotcha. and uh, it just really spoke to me and are, are, I, I was really excited about are it. Are all the plays about gay men tragic like that? I know America, uh, American well, angel. Yeah. Angel in America. One of the things about this play that I think I enjoy more than anything else is that the protagonist in the play is a gay man, mm-hmm. but it is not a gay play. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's a relationship play. Okay. Oh, cool, cool. It doesn't lean on the, the recent or legendary gotcha. tropes of the struggles of... They're not selling tickets because it's gay. They're selling exactly. tickets because it's a great story. Exactly. Oh, good. And good. all of the themes are identifiable, regardless nice. if you're straight, if you're bi, if, if you're gay, however you identify, they're, cert- they're relationship-searching struggles. Yeah. Okay. Cool, cool. I, I love searches. I love yes. it. And See, that's what it is. I, I always bang on country music songs that become big hits <laughs> because they cheat. It's, so the... it's like, don't cheat. Just have a good song, and it'll be good. Just like you're saying, because you know, country music songs that can be big, they gotta sing about the flag, they gotta sing about the dog, they gotta Family, sing about God, and wife. it'll be a hit. So this is this is a play that is has relationships in mm-hmm. it, and it doesn't matter what's going on. It's a great story, is what mm-hmm. you're saying. See? Mm-hmm. Cool, you cool, go. cool. And when you Absolutely. say you're doing it, what part? Are you doing? Are you directing it? Are you performing in it? You're the director, Joe. I'm directing it. All yes. right. And then Joseph is playing the lead character. Joe. Oh, well, look at okay, that. Okay, we've got the lead and the director. Well, I was okay. just plain luck. Who? Which yeah. one of you got a hold of me? Joseph, did you get a hold of me? He did. Joseph. All right. All right. See, so I love it. I love it when somebody reaches out and says, "This is a this is a story that you guys need to have on the podcast. Let's talk about this. People don't know it enough. So we have so no clue still it. what it's about. Okay, <laughs> that's the other thing. So when when um. When you're on here, obviously, it's it's kind of like, okay, now it's time to do this like trailer, I guess, in a way. <laughs> yeah. Like sell this thing because we don't know it. Yeah. And and why should I come to this? Some sometimes I mean, people come on and they, and they hold the idea like really close to their chest and it's like, see, Yeah, but we, we don't know what it is. They say, <laughs> no, you can't we're not gonna talk about it. You gotta come and see it. But that doesn't work on a podcast. <laughs> we need <laughs> Right. Yeah, so tell us, Joe, what is it? There's a protagonist. That's all I've got so far. The antagonist is loneliness. Oh, okay. There is no human antagonist. Already like that idea. Um, Jordan, played by um, Joe Ball, is his his um, closest three friends are women, and at the beginning of the play, and I'm not going to get into the whole mm-hmm. arc, and, mm-hmm. and but the beginning of the play, all four of them are single, except for um, Kiki. And they're celebrating her bachelorette party. Okay. And Kiki's Joe's friend. Kiki I'm sorry, what's the main, main character's name again? Jordan. 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 Right. Thanks, Joseph. It and gets confusing. Come on, man. You got to say. A Joe, a Joseph, and a Jordan. Yeah, that's not confusing. <laughs> All on one couch. Thank goodness for a Kiki in there. <laughs> Kiki, Kiki is played by Haley Malik. Okay. Or Malecki. 
and the other two girlfriends of his are Vanessa, played by Aja Reynolds, mm-hmm. and then we have his closest of the friends, Laura, played by Brianne Blanton. Is it a very small cast then? Uh, those four, and then playing Jordan's grandmother is Caroline Erford, who is a Toledo theater um, legend. Legend. Right. Yeah. She's absolutely lovely. She's Aww. wonderful. And then there are other... I don't think you get to be a legend if you're a horrible person, so <laughs> <laughs> she's a crappy person. <laughs> there are uh, two other actors in the play that play a variety of important roles, mm-hmm. and one is Tay Terry, and the mm-hmm. other is Tim McMahon, and that rounds out the That's cast. the whole cast. That's the whole and cast. And loneliness. Yeah. Very, and loneliness, and loneliness is, is a main character. <laughs> Played and, by and loneliness. Love. I mean, there Played are by loneliness. That, you know, during the arc of the play... Um, we go and then we meet Vanessa's meet somebody and she gets engaged and get the married. The arc of the play and then that's new to us. His best friend does the same and feelings change, things develop. Um, the loneliness gets exacerbated because all of his closest friends are continuing their next stage of their late twenty, early thirty mm-hmm. lives, and Jordan is looking continuing to look. he has prospects and i'm not going to go much farther than that okay well that's still freaking vague <laughs> <laughs> the, okay so so all i got so far on this when we hear it is that there there are several characters involved obviously mm-hmm. uh, all of them are of a certain younger age 20 to 30 some mm-hmm. ages mm-hmm. And they're all trying to find a relationship. What it sounds like, some of them find relationships, and and Jordan, our main guy, is still struggling to find his. That's it. Yep. That, oh. that that's the grand scheme of it. Jordan is, and you get to see Jordan uh, see all of his friends, uh, and you get to see him happy, and you get to see him distressed, and you see him think he finds love and maybe he does maybe he doesn't it's a very interesting piece very life very much very life life, and it flows together beautifully it's uh it's almost like a movie it's less of a traditional dinner drama where you're in the same room for you know the hour and 30 minutes and it's uh it's has a wonderful pace to it and it's full of lighthearted comedy and touching moments and then you also have some really emotional really hard moments for all of these some characters. real some real moments some yeah. real moments okay so this is um this is real real i mean there's a lot of uh 20 some 30 some people out there that need mm-hmm. to come see this show mm-hmm. oh absolutely you know, come and see this show and say oh my goodness that's me <laughs> yes <laughs> you know there's a there's a lot of people out there right now that are in that situation. So it's very, sounds very relatable. Oh, absolutely. It is. So Joe, you direct a lot for the Toledo rep. What have you directed recently that we've heard of? Um, I, this is my first show at the Toledo Rep. Okay. Nice. I'm a graduate of the university of Toledo theater department. And I was active, um, a little bit in the nineties and two thousands. And I got away from it. Okay. Got back into it in the mid two thousands. Then I moved to Los Angeles in 2014. Oh, he's a heavy hitter. And I, did some uh, a couple of TV shows and just some minor stuff. Really, nothing worth pursuing. Okay. But I did direct a couple of stage plays in Los Angeles. I wrote a small screenplay that's getting. Or I wrote a stage play that's getting converted into a screenplay. So, and I directed a short video. So nice. Um, and Joseph went to he, Kent State. I sure did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he went to <laughs> despite that rivalry. <laughs> He went um, to Hollywood and directed TV and mm-hmm. wrote plays. Well, not, not not TV, but I, I was active, uh, you know, a little mm-hmm. active in the industry until mm-hmm. COVID hit and then ah. everything shut down. 
cool. and I, I moved back I moved back home to uh, Toledo in a year ago. Yeah, a year not ago. to make okay. fun, Joseph. So, I know you're a oh, performer. No. You've done lots of stuff, haven't you? Besides uh, this one, yeah, I, I perform locally a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, some th- some of the names of shows. Um, some shows that I've done locally. I did American Sun at the Rep oh, past yeah. season yeah, 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 yeah. with this lovely gentleman, Joe, Joe, oh. right next to me. Joe, um, which is actually where show? we met. You were in the show. You yeah. directed because we had American Sun on. So, what was your role in the show in American Sun? I, I played Scott Connor. I played the father. You played the father. Mm-hmm. That's a big role in that show. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Scott Connor was the was the father who the white father, yes, yeah, yes, mm-hmm. who had who had the mixed son who was who had to go in there and be like, oh, all of a sudden, yeah, that's a big role. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you everybody wants to know what American Son was, go back. We did them. Go listen to that episode. <laughs> I don't want to dwell on that one right now, but you you did that one too. You did American yeah, Son. Yeah, I, I I played Officer Larkin in that one. Oh, and then, um, I do a lot of stuff at the Croswell. Um, I was in their production of Anything Goes this past summer. Nice. And I actually I also work regionally and nationally in some other productions, which. Aren't local, so we won't get into that. Yeah, wait, but. <laughs> so how far along in rehearsals are you guys for this show? Uh, how far are we? Uh, yeah. Our table read was November 28th. Oh. Okay. So we started early on purpose to accommodate for holiday schedules. Yeah. And not having everybody all at once. Uh, and then we open February 17th. So we're a month away are you already? Yeah. So, qu- a question about ha- doing a play compared to doing a musical. Um, have you directed a, a musical, Joe? Oh person? no, no. Okay, so I'm going to move <laughs> over to Joseph. Then. Thank you. Okay, uh, uh, Joseph. I'm going to look uh, over here. A play versus a musical. The preparation and what's what's different, I guess. Like, why does anybody who's out there looking to maybe do a play right now need to understand something at all about you have, doing a you play? Have to play? act. Well, yeah. Uh, I well. Um, Plays and musicals are, uh, they're entirely different beasts for entirely different reasons. Um, with a musical, there are so many moving parts and as an actor in a musical, you need to focus on yes, the acting, but also the singing and the dancing and everything that makes a musical, a musical. There's a lot more moving pieces. And, uh, while this play is not a small feat by any means, there's a lot happening in this show. I think we have like, I don't know, probably like 20 different locations or something like that in our show um, is the life of a spotlight person easier in a play than it is in a musical like like that kind of stuff you say moving parts everywhere is uh, it easier to like oh who's who's singing now that, you know, that, kind that of i honestly couldn't say i'm not super familiar with tech design unfortunately okay. but um when it comes to doing a play you really get to uh hone in on the character yeah. and really focus on a character study mm. that's what mm. i wanted to know yeah. which yeah. is incredible and all of our actors all of us Haley, aja brianne uh tim tay uh don't Carol. forget you've named all of them now so yeah you can't they, drop one no nah, they're all great <laughs> um <laughs> you're good and they're and we're all getting to explore these characters so deeply and we're all having a lot of fun we're texting each other all the time like nice. this is like brianne you feel like you maybe a, get a little bit closer in place oh, to the people compared to a musical or is it uh, i think same? any theatrical experience okay. you do you get close you create a little mini family for however long yeah. you're together but my co-star Brianne she sent me a TikTok the other day she was like 
this is what Laura's talking about when she's talking about XYZ, about no. her wedding and all these things. And so Just it's really fun. How, jokey stuff. Yeah, or... we have a lot of jokes with each other and we're really uh, creating that bond to okay. really help I was bring that through too, to the stage. Because when they do musicals, it's like everybody comes in and then they sit and they do chairs and they just sing, 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 sing. And then, okay, now we're going to do choreography, choreography. And then they're like, and, and, but you guys don't have to, if it's just a play, you don't have that. You can get right to the meat of the acting, right? My wrong Not thinking? necessarily. Crap. No, I, thought I, I thought I knew something. Yeah. Wrong. This is what happened. We still have to rely on the arc of the story. We still have to rely, instead of having a choreographed dance number, we still have to be sure that the blocking is is right. And in this particular play, it does move like a musical. It does shift mm. worlds and shift scenes like nice. a musical without without the score. Mm-hmm. Um, so it does have a musical-like cadence to it as far as its flow. Hmm. Um, but we still have to be disciplined with telling the story, being on point with the story, being in the right position at the right time, not just for the story purpose, but for the, also for the stagecraft purpose that each actor is positioned properly. The audience can see everything that's going on and the, the yeah. actors are, are, are spaced. So, and this is a modern-day story, too. So oh, the yeah, costuming is modern oh, yeah. and everything. So you said it was made in 2017? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I wasn't sure. There's, didn't, it wasn't made in 2017, but takes place in 1960 or something crazy. <laughs> oh, no, no yeah. this, is, this is a contemporary piece. Very cool. When is the show? It opens February 17th. February 17th. Tickets at the rep.com. ToledoRep.org. ToledoRep.org. Org. Oh, they should buy the .com too, just in case somebody like me types But it's it. .org. <laughs> ToledoRep.org. Because uh, it's just, an organization. Yeah, you can type into that. I think everybody out there that's listening to this knows uh, where to get the tickets, I would hope. I mean... It's an institution, at Toledo. Yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, and we are in our 90th season. We're very grateful season, for the 90th so. season. And um, you're cranking out shows. It's like uh, you just finished something, and you're about, and yeah. the next they one's coming have, up. They uh, usually one show is up, and they usually have two or three in the oven. In the oven. Working yeah. on it, ready to go. So, And <laughs> we are that fortunate show that even though it's the winter time, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's easier to get people to do something because there's less to do outside. Yeah. Or it's more difficult to get people to do something because of the inclement weather. Yeah. We are put in a position between that Toledo staple of a Christmas carol mm-hmm. and then the show that follows us on the rep schedule is Streetcar Named Desire. Oh. So we are that show in between, and I think it's a real nice change of pace as far as our yeah. season ticket holders. And, and the other thing, when we cast out, when, when we sent out the audition requests, one of the things that I was most concerned about was being able to attract people of those age ranges that we typically don't see in a non-musical audition. Gotcha. Because if you saw Rent at the Collingwood Arts Center, it was fantastic, and the stage was full of 20-somethings and thirty young 30-somethings. Getting those... To, to audition for a non-musical is challenging. Mm. We had such a great turnout that we could have cast the show twice. Nice. We could have had a good cast. Hmm. And I got lucky, and we have a great cast. Wonderful. To a person, they are doing their work. 
they are bonding with each other, as he had just said. They go out together, they find things to talk about, they find common interests. They never met each other until before Thanksgiving. Wow. And it's escalated so high so quickly that it's translating on the stage. So to see new faces in the Toledo theater community, new, talented, skilled, dedicated people audition is really, really, it's exciting for some of us to experience from, from, from another side. You just so keep I'm, getting more and more people keep Yeah, and, and the same thing up. was true. Um, I, I happen to oversee some of the auditions happening for Streetcar Named Desire, and the same thing. New faces are coming out. Different age ranges are coming out. And I think maybe one of the reasons is because people got so... COVID just put people in their homes. Mm-hmm. And I think they were just bursting to get out of the house. Absolutely. And express again. So anyway, I'm very fortunate in the seven people that I have that continue to evolve. And that's why they keep coming back because of that feeling you get, that family. That, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that's theater in, in general. You Crap, know? I forgot to hit record. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> After that beautiful statement. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh no. Oh, no. No, it's I wasn't, I wasn't too upset. <laughs> you were like, let me, uh, let me do that again, actually. Yeah. I, I can do better. Yeah. <laughs> what? Okay, now, Joseph, I need yeah. you to sell this sucker, okay? okay. You, were, you went to New York. You saw the show, and you were just like, how did you feel when you came out of the show? Because maybe that's what we need to get people to understand is when they come to the show, the feeling they're going to get when they come out. Um, this is the closing statement, so rock it. <laughs> well, I have to say, I didn't see the show. I heard of the show oh. and I got my hands on a script. Okay, after you read the script, and how did you so, feel? so, just for, for transparency purposes, but um, I loved the show. It has so much heart. It's so funny and it has the highest of highest peaks and the lowest of lowest valleys. Uh, you really get to see so much that you don't really get to see for 20-something characters so much. And I'm really hoping that this attracts a young, younger audience to the rep because there are so many 20-somethings, like Joe said, who do musicals. And I really hope that this gets more people in my age range to venture out and see something different and try out for new plays in the area because plays are a lot of fun. Musicals are great, but so are plays. But what about the audience? How is the audience going to feel? The audience is going to love it, I think, because it's because you do have a diff, uh, variation of age ranges. Um, for the most part, everybody is in their 20s and 30s, but we do have the character of Helene who has a lovely arc she's mm-hmm. just uh, she's sort of the the wise character and she imparts a lot of knowledge to her grandson jordan and i think everybody's gonna find everyone's gonna find someone they relate to who am i gonna relate to in the show you're probably gonna relate to tim tim, tim. mcmahon who plays tim mcmahon who plays tony <laughs> that's what i'm getting oh, i'm thinking tony <laughs> tony <laughs> yeah tim. who's a lovely tim, oh, guy tony is the character but Tony's tim is the, the guy character. tony is the character right. um okay i need to know <laughs> but he said there's lots of highs we will soar lots of highs you're gonna have a lot of fun you're gonna laugh a lot and then you're also gonna just like have your heart ripped out which who doesn't love that every once in a while you know yeah. <laughs> It's life. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's a new experience, I think, for especially the local theater goers. I don't think it's something that really gets to be shown a lot, a story like this. So it's going to be very new, and I think it's going to be very exciting for everyone who comes to see it. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thank you. 